Welcome to Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. For more information, please call 234-803-481-0869 or for free audio downloads, kindly visit www.davidogaga.org This series we're dealing with, though everything is still coming from Revelation 10 like we know, already from verse number 1, talking about the angel, the mighty angel, with the cloud upon his head. That's where we started from. And the final that, and then the question comes as regards the issue of coming in the clouds and all of that, which finally is leading us to the study of the rapture. And last week we dealt with the foundation of this particular also much important subject within the body of Christ as to what exactly the rapture is. We try to explain the foundation of this particular doctrine within the body of Christ. And uh, today we want to be dealing from now, maybe in the next few weeks, we want to be examining some of the scriptures that are being used for this particular teaching. Um, we've dealt extensively with that of First Thessalonians, so you can go back, check up those CDs, get the videos, and you'll be able to get what we've been dealing with in relation to the previous studies. Praise God. Um, and so today we want to continue in examining this particular subject, but we want to be looking at a particular scripture which is most, much important and uh, commonly used. It's in relation to First Corinthians chapter 15. We're going to read from verse 1 to 2. But before we do that, let's take First Thessalonians 4 verse 16. First Thessalonians 4 16, the Bible says, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God. This is the first thing we read, we try to explain. But what I want you to pick from this passage is the word, the trump of God. Now let's go to 1 Corinthians 15, and verse 51. So 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51, the Bible says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Now the word sleep actually means to die. Praise the Lord. We shall not all die. That's what he's trying to say. We shall all be changed. Then he said, verse 52, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, of the last trump, for the last, for the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. So, essentially, I want to be dealing tonight with the issue of the last trump, which is like a great sound of a trumpet. That's what we want to examine first of all before we start looking at the issue of the moment, 
and then the twinkling of an eye. Most time when we look at the word twinkling of an eye, what comes to mind is, it's like when you blink your eye. So it's talking of a split second. But we're going to find out exactly what the Bible is talking about when we get there. But tonight we'll be dealing with the issue of the trumpet, the trump of God. Praise the Lord. Now, if you read this passage in, in the Jerusalem Bible, it's a simpler translation. This is what it says, At the trump of God, the voice of the archangel will come out the command, or call out the command, and the Lord himself will come down from heaven. This one is dealing with 4 Thessalonians 4. And that's the way it is written in the uh, Jerusalem translation. At the trump of God, the voice of the archangel will call out the command, and the Lord himself will come down from heaven. So you find that if you take time to study all the translation, this voice of a trumpet is actually a commanding voice of that of an army. Anyway, let's just move on. So again we find that the coming of the Lord himself is directly connected with the trump of God. That's what we find in 1 Thessalonians. And that's exactly what we also have seen in 1 Corinthians 15. And they are going together. So what can we understand by this? Now we're trying to say, what does the trumpet speak of? You know, should we imagine that this is a literal thing that's going to happen? You know? Trumpet that's going to literally be blown by certain angels. I've seen pictures, drawn a photograph of the angel. But again, you find that this trumpet sound is supposed to be coming from one angel. Is that okay? We've seen people draw pictures of angels with seven trumpets you know, coming out. And I'm going to explain one or two things about that as we progress tonight. First of all, what are trumpets? useful in the Bible. What are trumpets and what are they useful in the Bible? We need to understand. Now, it would be interesting for us to know that there were various applications of the use of the word trumpet in Israel. And so when you look at the book of Numbers, Numbers chapter 10, if you look from verse 1 to 10 and verse 13, you take time to read all of that, this is what you're going to see. Uh, we'll find out before Israel could start breaking up camp in the wilderness. You know, here it says, the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, uh, I don't know if we're able to read all of that, but just let's go on a little bit very quickly. Verse 2, we'll make us see something again. Uh, and the Bible said, Make thee two trumpets of silver, of a whole piece shall thou make them. Thou shalt, thou mayest use them for the calling of the assembly. And for the journey of the camp. And he says, And when thou shalt blow with them, all the assembly shall assemble themselves to thee at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the next thing says, And if thou blow but with one trumpet, then the priests which are ahead of the thousands of Israel shall gather themselves unto thee. And verse 5 says, When you blow an alarm, then the camp that lie on the east part shall go forward. And then when you blow an alarm the second time, then the camps that lie on the southwest shall take their journey. They shall blow an alarm for their journey. 
Verse 6 says, But when the congregation is to be gathered together, he shall blow. But he shall not, he shall not sound an alarm. And then he said, And the sons of Aaron and the priests shall blow with the trumpets, and they shall be to you for an ordinance forever throughout your generation. Look at verse 13. Verse 13. Just go to verse 13. And he says, And the first took their journeys according to the commandment of the Lord by the hands of who? Of Moses. So, we find this, that God is saying, that is the way you blow the trumpet, only the priest, which is the head of the family, will gather together to Moses. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. And there's a way you blow the trumpet again, we're made to understand Israel will begin to move. They take on their journey. Are you following what I'm saying here? I want you to understand. We're looking at the very beginning of the use of the word trumpet. What is it useful? So blowing two trumpets means all the men representative of the whole tribe of Israel will assemble unto the tent. And blowing one trumpet means only the princess which are the heads of the thousand of Israel are to gather themselves unto Moses. And number three, the blowing, flushing the blast signals the breaking up of the camp. That's what we we'll find three to seven. There's a way the trumpet is blown, which is like an alarm, and then the camp will begin to move. Are you with me? All right. So now, apart from the above and various other uses to which trumpet was put in the in the in the in the tribe of the journey of Israel, the sounding of trumpets in Pharisees in Joel chapter two verse one signify warning. Of an imminent danger. You find that in Joel chapter 2 verse number 1. Joel 2 verse 1. will tell you what it's time for. When you say blow a trumpet uh, in Zion. Joel chapter 2 verse number 1. You find that there. And then it says blow ye the trumpet in Zion. And sound an alarm. In my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh. For it is a high I mean nigh at hand. This is like signaling a time of judgment that was going to come. Are you with me? Praise the Lord. And again, time is not permitting us to do all of that, but you can write down Amos chapter 3 verse 6, Hosea chapter 5 verse 8, Ezekiel chapter 3 verse 3 and verse 6. You'll be able to see how the trumpet is also used. So we'll find that the sound of the trumpet or high horn signal the punishment of Israel. Like you see in Isaiah chapter 18, verse number 3. You can take time to read that. Isaiah 18, verse number 3. You can also read Hosea chapter 8, verse number 1. All of that signals Israel being punished. You know, like Isaiah 18, 3 says, All ye inhabitants of the world, and dwellers on the earth. It's actually, actually talking about Israel. See ye, when he lift up an ensign unto the mountains, and when he blew it, what? A trumpet. Yeah, yeah. This is a signal. This is, I mean, symbolic of God speaking to Israel and saying, you better pay attention because there's an impending danger that is upon uh, the land or is coming upon the land. So, we find that the blowing of trumpet was also an indication of the day of the wrath of God. That's what we read in Joel chapter 2 verse number 1. Is that okay? All right. Uh, several other passages you can find where this trumpet is used the way we describe it. So like we mentioned earlier on in the book of Numbers, chapter 10 and 2 to 10, Joel 2.15, it was used to summon Israel to religious gatherings. And I want you to understand because very important. Hence it is also to be the signal for the gathering of all the elect at the end of the age. So I want you to look at Matthew 24 
and verse 31. Mighty 24, verse 31. What are trumpets used for? Mighty 24, verse 31. We'll tell you something. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four wings from one end of heaven to the other. Praise the Lord. This is also something you find corresponding to 1 Corinthians 15, 52. But this is basically saying, wherever an Israelite was supposed to be, if you go back, you, you can take the final the book of Genesis, I mean Deuteronomy, the Lord was saying, I'm going to gather all elect of Israel for wherever they find themselves. And this is what Jesus was speaking here. And actually he's talking about bringing Israel together. Praise the living God. He's talking about bringing Israel wherever they might be together. It's like congregating. Remember, in the book of Numbers, when the trumpet is sounded, the head of the tribe will come together. Another blast with two trumpets. Only the priests will come together and then the blast of signal of war, the camp will begin to move. So essentially that we're going to find, trumpet is simply nothing but what? A message. Praise the Lord. Trumpet were used as a means of mass communication in ancient Israel in their camp. In the wilderness and later, when they were scattered or set under the promised land. We have to realize that there were above two million people at that time, and it would have been possible to reach each and every one of them to tell them that there was a meeting. So trumpet was employed symbolically as a message to call the people. There were clear living words that can be understood by the people to whom this trumpet was sent. Praise the living God. So it was a proclamation of a message, but given to a particular people. If for instance you were not an Israelite, when the trumpet blast is sounded in terms of gathering together, you won't be able to understand that people are being called to come to the temple. Because you are not an Israelite. Are you with me? Very good. So, um, we find that this is like a warning, like we have seen, a message of warning. It can be a warning, it can be a solemn assembly, it can be that of a judgment. The key point you need to understand that trumpets is symbolizing or stand for a message. So a message can be come, or it can be go, or it can be take care, or it can be a warning, whatever it is. We need to understand it. So, for instance, let's look at the book of Isaiah 58 verse 1. Isaiah 58 verse 1, and it says, Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up their words, a voice like a trumpet, and show my people their transgressions, and the house of Jacob their what? Their sins. You can compare Ezekiel 33 verse 1 to 5. You see, here God is sending a message, but he's saying, lift up my voice like what? A trumpet. But he was speaking to prophet Isaiah. What was that supposed to mean? Declare the message to them, and show them their what? Their transgressions. Are you listening? Praise the Lord. 
So here we can see that the words of the prophet to the people of Israel to repent of their sins as the watchman thereof in order to avoid the consequences of sin is term what? A trumpet. You just need to get that. What Isaiah is doing here is referred to as what? A trumpet. But that was simply a proclamation of a message, of a warning. So, trumpets are not just literal things. Now, I can tell you something. Today, your television is a means of a trumpet. The government can give warnings, the government can give intention of what they want to do. People can even pay advertisements. That's a trumpet. The billboard you see, these are trumpets. The advert you see on Facebook, they are trumpets. They are messages. Are you following me? So we are not talking of literal trumpet that somebody's going to put on his mouth. It's not talking about that. There's a need for you to diligently study scriptures to be able to understand what God is saying in His Word. The Bible is not a literature book. Praise the Lord. Now, let's look at Revelation chapter 1. Let's look at 10 to 11. Revelation chapter 1, verse 10 to 11. I was in the Spirit... On the Lord's day, I had behind me a great voice out of a trumpet, saying, you watch that, I am Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. I was that here write in a book, and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia, unto Ephesus, unto Smyrna, unto Pegamos, unto Theatra, and unto Sardis, and unto Philadelphia, and unto Laodicea. Now who is talking here? Jesus. Am I right? But what is it referred to? Can you see the verse 1? I mean, the verse 10 there? Go back to verse 10. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I had behind me a great voice of what? Out of the trumpet. Basically, that was the Lord communicating to who? To John. But it's a message. So what is it referred to? A trumpet. Now, We are always hearing, I said that the other day, how did Adam and Eve go to know that God was in the garden? They heard a voice. Is that okay? They hear, what did he hear now? He heard a voice. But the voice like unto what? A trumpet. Praise the Lord. But there is the voice of a resurrected Jesus. He said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. He identified who he was. Did you get that? Verse 11. Can you see that there? Check it out again. See for yourself. Praise the Lord. Saying, I'm who? I'm Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. Simple. So it was Jesus that I was talking to John here. But now the language and what he went, and then he was saying, the things I'm saying to you do what? Right. That was the message. But the message referred to as what? A trumpet. Very simple. And we think trumpet have to do with literal things. That's the confusion that's in the church. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's look at something. Matthew chapter 6 verse 1 to 2. 
Mighty chapter 6, verse 1 to 2. Very quickly. The book of Mighty chapter 6, verse 1 to 2. And uh, Jesus was speaking here. Take it that you do not your arms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise, you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. Therefore, where thou dwell thy arms, do not sound what? A trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory of men. Very I say unto you, they have their reward. Now you tell me, how do you sign your trumpet? That means every one of you has got a trumpet. Anytime you do good to someone, are you listening to me? And you go to someone else to say, I bought him that car. Is that okay? I gave him food yesterday. What are you doing? You're sounding your trumpet. That's what the Bible says. So trumpet is just messages. It's just what people say. Are you listening to me? But we think a trumpet is going to be something where an angel is going to fly up and be blowing, pop up, pop and then people in the grave are just jumping out of the grave and cemetery. Nothing to do with that. That is not Bible. And we have a lot of false blowing trumpets today. I mean Christians. We go to our family's home, we put the pictures on Facebook. You're blowing a trumpet. I'm just being honest with you. Is that okay? You bought a widow a car. You put it on Facebook. You're blowing your trumpet. We don't know we are blowing trumpet in the things we do. Huh? You want to give widows money in the church, you line them up. And then they take photograph and you put the photograph on Facebook. For the whole world to see. You're blowing your trumpet. That's what Jesus is saying. When you do your arms, don't do it like the hypocrites. Praise God. That's the point. That's what Jesus said. So here we find that. He, was talking of the, he wasn't talking of literal trumpets in people's mouth. Nobody does arms and carry a literal trumpet in his mouth and be walking the street and talking to people. Am I right? Praise the Lord. So you find that, honestly, most of what we do today in church, we're doing nothing but what? Trumpet blowing. As a matter of fact, when you have your programs going on, I'm not against that. I'm not against that. But you have a program going on and you call out the widows and start giving them, you know, money. And then television is there shooting you, put it on the screen and whatever you're doing. You just blow your trumpet. Praise God. The Bible says you do your arms in the secret and the Lord of glory will reward you openly. Praise God. Are we still here? We still defining what trumpet is before we come to 1 Corinthians 15. Because if you can have a foundation, you will be able to understand what the Lord is saying in His word. So here we go. We don't go on telling people of the things we've done for them. That is indirectly, as a matter of fact, not indirectly, you are just simply blowing your trumpet. Is that okay? You pay somebody school fees, you put more papers, 
you do this, you put it on newspapers, you go to radio, you tell people how much you've given to people. What's your problem? Huh? You want recognition. And the Bible says, as long as you want recognition, that is your reward. The thing that you were supposed to get for doing that thing, you no longer have it. That's what Jesus said. Praise the Lord. Furthermore, we find that Trumpet speaks of messages and it depends on the purpose and the mood of the one sending the message. For instance, a message can simply be, repent ye for the kingdom of God is at hand. That's a trumpet. Is that okay? Now what's the intention of that? Because something is about to happen. A message can simply be, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees. It's still a message. It's a trumpet. So trumpet depends on who is blowing it and the purpose of which it is sent. That's just it. Is that okay? Are we here? Okay. So, let's look at Matthew. Again, we read that before. In Matthew 24, verse 31. When the Bible says, So when Jesus said, I need the Son of Man can send his angel with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from all the four wings of the end of the heaven, to the order. Yahweh final was actually going to accomplish the fulfillment of Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 4. So let's go to Deuteronomy 30 verse number 4 so that you can understand what Jesus said in Matthew 24 verse 31. Very good. If any of them be driven out into the outermost poles of heaven, from thence will the Lord thy God gather thee, and from them will he fetch thee. Praise the Lord. This is what Jesus meant when he was talking about mighty 24, verse 31. Of sending his angels to gather. Now you watch this. This is as it were, Israel being scattered, based on maybe in captivity or whatever the case may be. Is that okay? Now he wants to get them back home. So when he said he will send his angels to fetch them, to gather them, it was simply the message of the kingdom that he was going to send them out to preach. The angels there are not referring to spiritual beings. He's dealing with the disciples of Jesus that will go out into all the land, wherever the Israelites were, to get them back to the message of the kingdom. That's what he was talking about. So when Jesus said we send his angels, he's not talking about sending some spirit beings with wings. He's just simply talking about his disciples that will go out to say, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Believe ye the gospel. Simple. Quick fulfills Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse number 4. You seen that? Praise the Lord. You can also look at Deut- I mean, Ezekiel 34, I mean 37, verse number 9. Ezekiel 37 verse number 9. That if you are writing, you can write also Nehemiah chapter 1 verse 8 to 9. Isaiah 27 verse 13. Praise the Lord. What do you have here? Then said he unto me, prophesy unto the wind, prophesy son of man, and say to the wind, thou seest the Lord God come from the four wings, O breath, and breath upon the slain that they may live. Now this one takes you to John chapter 5 when he talks about and they that hear the voice of the Son of God shall do what? Shall live. That's what he's talking about. That's what he's talking about. 
This was actually Israel. The dry bone was the nation of Israel that were scattered around the nations. That was what it was all about. So when he was telling Ezekiel to prophesy upon the bones, he was talking about calling forth Israel from wherever they were scattered into. And so, you go to John chapter 5, Jesus begins to talk about, they that hear the voice of the Son of God shall do what? Shall live. He's talking about those who have been scattered, all those who should believe in Him, they will come back to become who they are supposed to be after returning from captivity. Primarily, Israel. Is that alright? And that's the voice of the trumpet. And you know, he wasn't the only one that was going to blow his trumpet, but he was going to give it now to his what? Disciples, which eventually will find to be angels. And the Bible says it's a great trumpet. Why is it great trumpet? It is a big trumpet. Say it's a great trumpet. Because multitudes are going to be involved in proclaiming his message. That's why you have the word great multitude. And so you have great trumpets. The trumpet is big because the volume of the message is also big. Comparing to the number of people that are going to proclaim the message. We are all involved today in proclaiming that message. That's why it's a great trumpet. Praise God. You following it? Hallelujah. Okay. So we can see my progress. And uh, so here we find that the sound of the great trumpet was a message to the Jews of an impending doom and a call to come into the land of safety. But again, the message was carried by a people, messengers called his angels. The message is great, like I said, because apart from what it represents, it is the voice of the Lord carried by many people. Is that alright? Which here in the scripture refers to as what? Angels. For the one that John saw talking with him, remember, his voice was a sound of many waters. Let me read it to you now. Revelation chapter 1 verse 15. Praise the Lord. Okay. The Bible says, okay, talking from verse 14, let's see. Verse 14. His head as, as air were white as like wool. No. Oh man. Maybe we need to go back a little bit. Just to show you something. Okay, go back now to verse 13. Let me show you Revelation 1.13. And he said, And the midst of the seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man, clothed with a white garment down to the feet, and get about the path with a golden girdle. How many of you remember the paths? Eshadai. Double-breasted one. Thank you. Alright. Go to verse 14. His head of, his hair were white like wool. You know what I'm talking about? You can take this back again to the book of Daniel. Talking about the ancient of days with the hair as white as wool. Remember that? So what does that mean? The head of white of wool does not mean old age. It speaks of wisdom. It speaks of a judge. That is why you see your chief judge and the magistrate, when they want to sit at the chamber, they have to put on the white wool on their head. It speaks of judgment. It speaks of wisdom in relation to uh, being able to effect righteous judgment. That's the description we're getting here. Is that okay? Good. So... White as snow and his eyes were as flame of fire. Now remember, in the book of Revelation, book of, book of Proverbs, the Bible says, The king sitting on the throne would despise evil with his eyes. 
So he has examined the robe of a king and a judge. Is that alright? Okay, go to verse 15 now. And he feel like unto fine brass, that made us well. As if we were born in a furnace, and his voice was heard, as the sound of many waters. There's the key point. Many waters speak from multiple people and consternations. Let me prove that to you again. Revelation 17. We say many waters. What do you mean? This is why the sound of this trumpet is a great sound. So let's go down to Revelation 17 and I look at verse 1 and verse 15. Verse 1 first. Revelation 17. And there came one of the seven angels which had seven vows and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither and I will show thee unto the judgment of the great hall that seated upon many waters. The hallow that seated upon many waters. Let's try to find out what the water stands for. Verse 15. And he said unto me, The waters which thou sawest, where the hall of seated, are what? Peoples and multitudes and nations are what? Tongues. So, when the voice of he whose head is white as wool, it's like that of many waters. What is that supposed to mean? Many people are the carriers of that voice. That is why it's a great sound of a trumpet. Is it making sense to you? Praise God. Oh, man. Hmm. Personally, I'm enjoying this. Go with me to Revelation 19, verse 5 to 6. You see, it's, it's, it's good to diligently study the Word of God. Amen? Okay, 5 to 6. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our Lord, all ye inhabitants, and ye that fear him, both small and great. Verse 6. And I heard that it were the voice of what? Great multitudes. Can you see it? And as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for the Lord God, omnipotent word, reign it. You see, because many people are saying this, it became what? A great sound of many waters. It becomes what? A mighty voice. It becomes what? Thundering. Praise the Lord. That's why you see it. How do you, what, what, what makes you think the wall of Jericho came down? Because there was a loud voice of trumpet sound. And the system from what we made to understand was the wall was so thick. But provision was not made to defy sound. And that's why the wall came down. Is that okay? Do you understand that? The wall was so thick. But those who constructed it did not take note of that aspect of it. That heavy sound can bring it down. And because when more people released the town, the wall of Jericho did what? Came down. And see, there is a way you, you have a large congregation and they just shout praise the Lord. It's like an earthquake. Is that okay? 
That's why I refer to as thundering. So when we say great sound of a trumpet, we're talking of great people proclaiming the same message all over the world. Do you understand this? Praise the living God. So this tell you not just that it were in the days of the Jews, there is a trumpet called today being founded by the true messengers of God for his own to come into his ever increasing kingdom from all over the world to avoid being judged with a wall at the end of the age. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 11 verse 32. First Corinthians 11 verse 32. And then the Bible makes you to understand this. Praise the Lord. That if you judge yourself, you have no need to be judged. Look at it. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord. That we should not be condemned with what? With the world. Our judgment is chastisement. So that we will not be condemned together with what? With the world. And so the great message of his going forth is to get God's people to himself. That they may be able to overcome even that which is going to be a judgment that was supposed to come upon the world. And the great people are the ones proclaiming that message. And it's no other message than the message of what? The kingdom of God. Are you with me? Praise the living God. So the trumpet sound is a message of the Lord through a people, to a people all over the world. Amen? So now go down to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51. I'm just trying to lay background so that you can understand this properly. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. Verse 52. In the twinkle, I mean a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, yes? As you progress, I'm going to make you understand. The moment is not talking about split second. The word moment is actually from the word atomos. And atomos is from the word atom. What is actually trying to say, well, let me not be the gun, but is that every bit of your atomic structure shall receive a change. That's what it means by a moment. When we get there, you see it. But let's make progress. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Praise the Lord. Now again, you go to 1 Thessalonians 4.16, you see the correlation, or the corresponding word. For the Lord is said shall descend from heaven with the shower, with the voice of the archangel, and the trump of God. So you find that the trump of God equals what? The last trump. Is it making sense? The trump of God is descending as what? The last trump. First Thessalonians refers to it as the trump of God. Then First Corinthians refers to it as what? Last trump. So what then is the last trump? We already know that trumpet means a message. Am I right? The last trumpet simply means what? The last message. Get it right. First Corinthians spoke about the trump of God. First Corinthians talks about the last trump. Now we know that trumpet means what? A message. So what message is this? It simply means the last message. 
Praise the Lord. But one thing very unique about this last message is, it will raise the dead incorruptible. <laughs> Glory to God. The question then is, can there be a last message without first having false or second message? And if this is the last, then of course, there can never be any other message after this one. Is it making sense? Remember, this is the last message. <laughs> now, if it's the last message, that means there were some other messages before this one. And that is what the church cannot understand. Because we just read. But there's the last message. And if it's the last message, then there's no other message after this one. <laughs> so if you understand what this message is, then you know that is the finality of all messages. No other one after this one. There were some before, but not after. Because he says the last. And this last message will raise the dead. What I mean is, it brings you to the realm of immortality. You following me? Praise the living God. So it would be wise for us to know what this message is. Who is sounding it? Now, but I would like us to read something in the book of Revelation again. Um, how do I put this? If you read from the book of Revelation chapter 8 through chapter 12, you find that we have a series of seven messages. If you start reading from Revelation chapter 8, through 9, 10, 11, 12, we have a series of about seven messages, seven vows. Is that okay? Praise the Lord. Seven trumpets sounding, they are presented to us from these particular passages of the Bible. Reading from chapter 8 through chapter 9, chapter 10, chapter 11, then chapter 12. Now, if there are seven trumpets, then of course, the seventh one must equally be what? The last one. Am I correct? So the last trumpet is equal to the last message, which is the trump of God. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Good. So let's understand, first of all, that this trumpet are messages that will be going out, accomplishing the purpose of which they are saying, such messengers or angels on the earth, the description of the messenger that is sending such trumpets is equally important we understand. Let's quickly look at Revelation 10 verse 1 again. Revelation 10 verse 1. And I saw another mighty angel came down from heaven, clothed with what? A cloud, and a rainbow upon his head, and his face was as it were the sun, and his feet was what? Pillars of fire. Praise the Lord. Here we find this messenger clothed with a cloud. And like we said before, who is this messenger? We do understand. This messenger with a rainbow upon his head is no other person than who? Christ the Lord Jesus Christ himself. He's the Lord Jesus Christ. We said that before. Remember that? At the beginning of these studies. Okay. 
Now understand, the rainbow, as we know it, is simply white light. It's made up of seven colors of the spectrum. And so you find red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. These are the seven colors that makes up the rainbow color. These colors can be observed when white light is passed through a three-dimensional object like a prism. Sometimes, you know, when the rainbow is up, you can literally see this thing dispersing water form. If you look at the river, or there's water anywhere, a collection. So if you pass white light through a prism object, you're going to see all of those colors. You can find those things that of you study physics. It's easy for you to use the prism to guide diversion of the rainbow colors, and you see the different colors. Is that okay? Very good. So, scripture has been rainbow is often associated with God and His throne. Furthermore, we know that light is a speaks of the light denoting righteousness, joy, and peace. Meaning that this angel's authority with the rainbow upon itself is the life of God. Hallelujah. So then, of course, this must be Jesus, like we said, the Lord, who is the sole express image and the glory of God, like we find in Hebrews chapter 1, verse number 4. I mean, Hebrews 1, 3, and then John 1, verse 4. It is the light that lightens every man that cometh into the world. Remember that? And the Bible says in, in the book of uh, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3, it talks about Jesus being the light beam, the express image and the glory of God. Or amplified translation. Praise the living God. Okay. So this speaks to us that now if the seven trumpet is sounded, all of the nature of God will lost in Adam is revealed to us. Get this right. Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Since this man of Christ is the angel here, carrying this light upon himself, which is the rainbow, with a symbol of light, what we say now is, when this message is delivered and you receive this message, everything that was Adamic is being replaced by what? The life of God. Because that is what the light stands for. That is what the rainbow stands for. That is what this angel stands for. So this message is a reviser of everything that Adam has imputed into your life. Can I hear an amen? This means we becoming or we come to a higher level of God's consciousness as we hear the voice speaking within us. So as to put us into the fullness of God, like we read in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17, down to 18, or to 19. That Christ is the fullness of the Godhead, and we are complete in Him. Now, this is the process by which the change is taking place. Okay, let me show you something. Colossians 3, verse number 10. 
Colossians 3.10, look at this. It says, And I put on the new man, which is renewed in what? In knowledge, after the image of him that does what? Created him. Now, we are made in the image and likeness of God. I mean, if you understand that. How do we lose the image? Through knowledge. When Adam ate of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, we lost it. How do you get back to Eden to get back the original nature that you were supposed to have? Through what? Knowledge. And so when the message of this trumpet, this trumpet method, this sound, begins to come, which is, now, now, remember, the devil gave the wrong knowledge, man died. Now it's going to take the second Adam, as it were, to give the true knowledge that man will live. Because you see, oh help me Lord. When Adam listened to what the devil said, permit me to use the word, Adam became demonized. Hmm? <laughs> oh yes. And then the effect of that method began to work in our lives. So, right from that moment, we begin to die. We begin to look because then we lost the mind, the intents, and the purposes of God. Everything about God's relationship was destroyed because of one message. And that's why scripture says, evil communication corrupt word, good manners. You're listening to me. So Adam lost it because he had a message. How are we going to get reversed back? Now remember, we started dying because Adam got a message and we are a product of Adam. Now, Jesus has come. He's got a message. And that will become the product of the message of Jesus and that equals what? Life. So everything Adam ever did through the message that he received from Satan, if you will, Jesus is reversing but the message is sending his angel to the world to proclaim. So as you receive this message, a change is taking place in your life unknown to you. Are you following this? This is how immortality finally will come to be. The gradual impartation of the voice of the Lord revealing life to you and changing all that is within you. Praise the living God. I want you to follow because it's very important. If you look at Revelation chapter 8 verse 1 to 2, we are told that soon as the seven and last thing were opened, seven angels appeared and were given seven trumpets. In other words, they were commissioned to go forth with what? A specific message. And we need to get this. But when you get to Revelation 10, verse 7, we are told, in the days, now I would like us to read that. Revelation 10, verse number 7. Now Revelation 8, 1 and 2, seven trumpets were sent forth through seven messengers. Is that okay? Now verse, Revelation 10, now verse number 7. But in the days, hallelujah, of the seventh angel, when he shall begin to sound, the mystery of God shall be what? Finished. As he has declared to his servant by what? The prophets. You see, you see what the seventh messenger or the seventh trumpet carried? 
the mystery of God is what? Is finished. Now, there is something very important there. Now, don't forget. This seven messenger is the one you find in Revelation 10, verse number 1. Is that okay? When it begins to sound, the mystery is finished. Now, there is something you need to get here. Look at it closely again. Now, back now to what we read before. And then, uh, no, no, no. I'm talking about verse 7. Verse 7, please. Verse 7. Praise the Lord. In the days of the voice of the seventh angel. In the days. That's what I want you to pick. The Bible says, as it was in the days of Noah. And that was about 40 years. Did you get that? You need to read. When you read, let the Spirit help you to connect scripture so that you can have an understanding. It's not one day. So when you start teaching and say, one day the trumpet will sound and everybody will disappear. The trumpet of the seventh angel, which is the last trumpet, which is the seventh trumpet, have days to sound, not one day. Did you get it? I'm telling you, one day it's going to have one day. It's gonna, there's no scripture to back that. No, don't, don't forget what we're dealing with. We have the seven trumpets, which is the trump of God, which is the last trump. Am I correct? And the voice of the last trump have to sound for many days, not one day. So where are they teaching us that one day the trumpet will sound? There's no one day scripture, but there are days that the trumpet will sound. Did it make sense to you? In the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when it shall begin to sound, the mystery of God shall be what? Finished. Praise the Lord. I want you to get it because very important. In other words, the sounding of this trumpet, which is the last trumpet, which is the seventh trumpet, which is the trump of God, it's going to cover a period of time. This is clearly explained. Let's look at something in the book of Exodus chapter 19. Verse 19. Alone is okay. Praise the Lord. Exodus 19 verse 19. Remember this is Moses up on the mountain and God spoke to him. And look at what he said. Help me Lord. And when the voice of the trumpet sounded. How did it sound? Long, I was louder and louder. Moses spake. And God answered him by what? By voice. Now it took a period of time. It could start in a very simple thing. It become louder and louder and long. And the days of the voice of the seventh angel. Did you get that? It got long and was louder and what? Louder! So the more people come to proclaim what we are proclaiming, a period of time, it becomes louder and louder and louder. What are we talking about? Transformation begins to take place within the people. The change will have to come. The problem we have is men are not prepared to sound this trumpet. 
And I tell you the truth, even people want to go tomorrow, they would never be able to go because the trumpet have not sounded. We are the one that was supposed to proclaim the trumpet upon the face of the earth. And a period of time, in the days of the voice of the seventh angel, when it begins to sound, the mystery of God is finished. Are you following it? This why it's a great trumpet like already in Matthew 24 verse 31. People don't see it. One day the trumpet is going to be sounding. One day. Now you show me where it is in the Bible. The one day. Praise the Lord. Oh my. Now, why is it a great message? Think about it. First of all, like already in Matthew 24 verse 31. It started with a little beginning. If you follow this particular scripture, the trumpet begins to sound long and wax louder and what? Louder. You understand that? Very good. So you come down this way. What happened in the days of Jesus? The message began with one person, Jesus Christ. Is that okay? Alright. And continue to increase with the days into a great volume and in and through the life of many sons of God. How? He started Roman. He come into twelve disciples. He come into the seventy. He come into all the disciples. You are now involved. What is happening is beginning to sound louder and louder and longer. Are you getting that? Until he cover the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God. Praise God. From one man to twelve people. From twelve to seventy. From seventy to multitude. Are you following the picture? From multitude today to the rest of the world. And everywhere in the world today, the message is going forth. When it begins to sound long and louder and louder and was great, it becomes a great sound of a trumpet. And when the last trumpet begins to sound, the mystery of God is finished. And what's the next thing that happened? I'll show you a mystery. You shall not all sleep. We shall all be changed. At the last trump, when the trump begins to sound, in a twinkle, in a moment, are you getting what I'm talking about? When the trumpet begins to sound, and the change will begin to take place. Men will not understand this. And they think it's one day of a rapture. Nothing to do with that. It's a message that is going to bring the change. And the message what we are proclaiming, and that is the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Praise the living God. I'll see you next week. God bless you. Thank you.